Super Talk Mississippi media production. Joining us now on the Welcome Home Beef Hotline is my friend Michael Casagrande, covers Alabama for AL.com. I, I've convinced myself, and, and by the way, I just want to point out that it feels really weird because we're just going to talk about football with no <laughs> none of this other background stuff uh, going on. But I, I've sort of convinced myself that this Mac Jones, Bryce Young thing is sort of similar to Trevor Lawrence and, and Kelly Bryant. I think you've got a good quarterback versus a, a possible great quarterback. Uh, and I, and I just, I've just convinced myself that at some point Bryce Young is going to grab the reins and never let go of that starting job. How, how do you see the quarterback position at Alabama this year? Yeah, you know, that's a good question. Uh, it, it, it would seem to be that way. I mean, I think Mac Jones done a, he did a good job when he came in uh, after Tua got hurt at the end of last year at Mississippi State. And then uh, he played well uh, in the loss at Auburn, uh, put up a lot of yards made some big throws, made a few bad decisions, but uh, he's, he's been around the program. This is his fourth year. Um, you have Bryce Young coming in, obviously has all the potential in the world. Uh, you know, the fact that he didn't have a spring football season practice, the 15 practices did him no favors in that sense. If you could see with players like, like when he came in for his first spring, he really did a lot of things that impressed a lot of people and just got that experience, that comfort level that comes with just going through a dry run of 15 practices, and then you don't you don't get that with Bryce. So it's going to be interesting to see how quickly he can adapt once, you know, they just keep pushing practice further back for him. He just wants to put on a helmet, I'm sure, and toss the ball around. And, uh, you know, it's deeper into August now. But, yeah, I mean, he's, he's – everyone said the right things about him, saving – has praised him on on signing day. I don't remember not ten or eleven years of covering the team remembering Saban praise a recruit a signee uh, the way he did uh, Bryce Young when he came in this this uh, February. So they actually they they have high expectations for him. So you know we'll see. You know, last year. Alabama really had four first-rounders at wide receiver. Two of them have already been picked, obviously, in, in Ruggs and, uh, and Judy. Devontae mm-hmm. Smith and Jalen Waddle's time will probably come this uh, this coming April. Who are the next guys for Alabama at the receiver position? Who's going to give them that that, that you know, a trio or a foursome of all SEC caliber receivers? It's a good question. I think there there's some some guys behind them that who didn't necessarily have – I mean, they're kind of overshadowed. They didn't really get a – opportunity to shine but they didn't you know they weren't necessarily the biggest recruits behind I think they kind of with having those four guys there kind of stunted some of the receiving recruiting for a year or two because people just could see they weren't going to come in right away and, and starve but you had John Mechie uh, a guy who was freshman last year uh, Canada uh, showed some things uh, Xavier Williams uh, part of that pipeline from South Florida He's been around the program for a few years, but hasn't uh, broken through. So, um, I mean, Najee Harris, if, uh, you know, he's really shown himself to be a, a, a threat out of the backfield to catch passes. He really increased that role last year. So uh, they've kind of looked to diversify where they're throwing the ball and who they're throwing it to just to uh, take some of the pressure off the guys. But, yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting to see how Devontae Smith Hutchin and Waddle, they can perform without having, um, you know, the other two. When all four were on the field last year, it was really difficult for defenses to be 
on any on anybody because they could just throw it anywhere. So uh, if defenses can can key on a little bit more uh, specifically those two, uh, I'm curious how that would impact the dynamic. And then having quarterbacks who aren't to a um, is another factor to watch. I guess while I have you here and we're talking about receivers, let's let's look at Starkville for just a second. What should MSU fans be expecting from Tyrell Shavers this year? Good question. Uh, I. <laughs> I mean, we never really, we never really saw that much of him uh, on the field. So um, he's tall and he's, he's, he looks the part for sure. Six six or uh, six five, I can't remember exactly, but he's definitely the model of the tall receiver. Um, just never really got on the field that often uh, to at Alabama to, to really give you a, a great preview of him. But um, you know, he's a big target at the very least. Do you have a concern about Alabama offensively? It seems like you know they've got Najee Harris, the receivers. If nothing else, Smith and Waddle are, are top talents, uh, and the offensive line is as good as it's been in the past few years. Is, is there anything about this Alabama offense that you look at and go, "That could be a concern"? Huh. You know, it's a good question. You know, like we said, hey, I've, I've spent so much of this last few months not thinking about the X's and O's of football and this who's going to do what and where, but. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, you know, you make a good point. There aren't that many glaring holes. Um, a lot of the offensive line returns. You've got, you know, young guys uh, who are stepping into the bigger roles. Uh, you know, there really, there aren't many glaring, you know, maybe running back depth. But you got you got guys who are coming back from injury um, still in there. So yeah, it, it looks like a pretty potent offense. Um, quarterback situation to be interesting how. It resolves on how, you know, who ultimately is the quarterback will probably dictate, you know, what what the run pass um, balance would be. But uh, yeah, good question. When you, when you look at the defense on the other side of the ball, you know, last year obviously they, they had some some moments there where they, they didn't look like an Alabama defense. Obviously against LSU, uh, you know, and Auburn was sort of the same thing. Yeah, you know, why is this defense going to be better this year? That's a good question, and I don't you know I don't know that it is. Uh, because they're, they they lost a lot of guys from the secondary, from you know two starting outside linebackers, a uh, couple safeties, cornerback uh, Trayvon Diggs, Xavier McKinney, early round guys. So um, Terrell Lewis, Amphrey Jennings, who have been mainstays as outside linebackers. So there's a lot to replace. Uh, there's guys who are coming back from injury on the defensive front, which became really a mass unit at the end of the year. People were, you know, everyone was going down up front. So um, if they can get more consistency on the defensive front, get guys healthy, get guys experience. There's just a lot of true freshmen playing middle linebackers. Um, you got Dylan Moses uh, back uh, from a torn ACL last preseason. He was a, you know, Buckus Award yeah. caliber middle linebacker. So um, that would be a huge uh Addition when you had two two freshmen pretty much sharing time at middle linebacker was a you know impossible you know it was very hard to ask two guys to fill that role without really kind of a a veteran who was there to, to guide them along so um, probably that would be better but uh, I think there's just a lot of questions about who who can step up um, on that defense there's there's a lot to prove I think. You know, it's been sort of a running joke the past few years about Alabama and losing coordinators. But this year, you know, Sarkeesian back, although we thought we might have him in Starkville here for just a, a moment or two. 
uh-huh. Pete Golding back as the defensive coordinator. How, how important is that going to be for for just you know this team this year in terms of you know having the same guys, same terminology, same systems in place, especially in a year where you don't have spring practice and, and you got to get right into the season. That's true. It's it's been the the continuity uh, has been a real issue the last few years. I mean, I think six, one year, seven, the year before that, uh, assistant coaches were coming and going. So there was a lot of a lot of that. And my brain, I think only one one assistant coach left after last year. So yeah, that's that's a big thing. Have both coordinators back. I mean, I. I, you have to go back a while to find yeah. uh, the last time that was true for Alabama. So, yeah, it's definitely going to be a thing um, to because they had some of the young players playing last year to, to, to be able to take that step from year one to year two. And they're definitely going to have plenty of mental reps with all this, all the extra time they have to be you know, in the film room as opposed to on the field with the new regulations. So that's a thing. Just a sort of a, you know, I know you don't know the answer to this, but I'm going to make you make a guess. Who, who is Alabama going to add to the schedule, do you think? Whew. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't, it's not even, it's the SEC who's going to be adding it, not Alabama. So, yeah, I mean, who who knows? You know, it's a good question. Could be coming any time now. So um, we'll be prepared for, for however they want to do that. I'm interested to see the answer to that because if they, the strength of schedule thing plays through, it almost feels like it has to be Florida, and then you've got Alabama playing Georgia and Florida in the same yeah. year. That could be a very, very interesting. It'd be fun games to watch if we get to watch them and we get to cover them and things of that Definitely. nature. So, Mike, Definitely. always appreciate you coming on, man. Always good stuff. Michael Casagrande from AL.com joined us today. Appreciate it. All right. Thanks for having me. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.